Hello, everybody. I hope that everyone's having a great day today. This is Penny, and it's time for Let's Talk Events. So I've talked a lot about the biggest secret to event planning being the pre-planning, which is the most important step, because without it, you really cannot move forward. But the next step would be the planning, the actual planning of the event. The pre-planning gives you that roadmap. It tells you what kind of event you're going to have, kind of the time of year you want to have it, the time of day you want to have it, um, what you're hoping to get out of having this event, the outcome or the desire that you want when it's finished. So when you sit down to actually plan your event, you'll have the roadmap already there for you. You'll know what kind of venue to go look at. You know, maybe you're looking at an outdoor venue and then you think about the time of year that you want to have it and you go, whew, that would be really hot. I don't think I want to have an outdoor venue. So maybe we need to move it inside. But maybe that outdoor venue has a nice indoor facility so that you'd still be able to have that capability of being at that type of ambiance, being there um, when nighttime comes, being able to kind of step outside, the night air is, is better than the daytime air when it's especially hot. Um, but like I said, you have that roadmap to lead you. So think about all the things that you have to do to get an event ready. You have to think about the food, you have to think about the decorations, you have to think about any kind of entertainment that you want to have. And then you have to think about what will people do at this event? Is it more social? Um, is it a fundraising event where you're going to have an auction um, or some fun games for people? And even if it's not a, an auction type event or a fundraising event, you'll want to have some type of entertainment or games for your guest um, to come to so that they can have so much fun when they're there and then be talking about it forever. But you want to create an atmosphere when you think about this event, you want to think about the guests that you're going to invite and then create the atmosphere that they would want to be a part of. Think about what their likes are. Everybody's not the same. So some people will like some things more than others, but you tend to have people that you've invited that are all there for the same reason. So think about what they would want to have. Think about their likes, think about their dislikes, how can you make this event kind of incorporate everyone? How do we bring everybody together at the same event to enjoy the same things? So you have to make sure you have things for people that are really big extroverts. You know, those people that can walk into a room, everybody wants to talk to them, they wanna to talk to them. They, they tend to be the person that kind of stands out the most because they're the ones that talk to everybody. You know those people, the people that are comfortable, they seem in any situation that they're in and they're able to just spark up any kind of conversation. Sometimes I get jealous of those people because I consider myself to be an extrovert, but then when I'm around a really big extrovert, I kind of feel like, wow, I'm really not an extrovert. Maybe I am more of an introvert. Um, but you also need to make sure that you have things for those people that are more introverted. Have some things that help bring them into the group. Play some, have some nice games or some nice activities. 
So these people don't feel like they can't come in and participate and be a part of it. It's really important to make them comfortable because if you've never been an introvert, it's really hard to walk into a room and feel like you belong because it's hard to, to spark up conversation. It's hard to be a part of a game. So you have to really think about your audience. There's a lot of thought process that goes into that. Make sure you set the room up so that nobody can kind of be left out. Everyone feels like they're a part of it. Try to keep things out of corners. Make things more social where everybody is together and everybody feels a part of it. And then you'll want to make sure that your food, you're thinking about everyone that's coming to your event because not everyone likes the same type of menu. It's really important in this day and age to make sure you have vegan options and gluten-free options because let's face it, more and more and more people are trying to eat more healthy and have better things. So they want to ensure that when they go somewhere that they have those opportunities to eat the things that they like to eat and stay within their their menus, stay within those parameters that they like to eat. So make sure you have some healthy choices, obviously some unhealthy choices for those of us that just tend to kind of be gluttons. When we're out at a party, we tend to celebrate, let our hair down a little bit and say, you know what, it's okay that we don't eat all the good food tonight. Tonight, we're going to splurge and we're going to eat off of our normal healthy menu. But make sure you have those options for people that are trying to stay healthy, trying to eat healthy, and trying to stay on track. Because gosh knows, we need those people to help us stay on track when we jump off track. And then also think about your beverages for the evening. Not everyone, if you're planning on having alcoholic beverages, not everyone likes to drink. So you need to make sure that you have equal amounts of unalcoholic, of non-alcoholic beverages so that you can help every, so that you can make everybody happy. I mean, it's hard when you're holding an event. You're never going to make everyone happy, but you need to try to plan the best you can so that everyone does have an opportunity to participate, drink, eat, and just have a great, great time. So in the planning process, these are just some of the things that you have to think about doing. So you have your pre-planning done, you got your roadmap in front of you, and then you sit down with your planning guide and then you start filling in the blanks on that planning guide and getting, letting the roadmap lead you on the direction to your actual event. So I have a great pre-planning guide that I'm going to send out um, and let everyone get a free copy of. And I hope that you all have the opportunity to, to download it, to um, subscribe to me to get this pre-planning worksheet and then help you with that roadmap and then get that for free. And then I'm going to be building an offer soon to include a planning guide, a post planning guide and a budget to help keep everyone on track. Because those are the four main areas of an event. It's the pre planning, it's the planning, it's the budgeting, and then it's the post planning, which is probably one of the most important steps to any event when it's over. But until the next time that we talk again, I pray that you all have a very blessed Sunday because this is Sunday and enjoy your family today. Take some time to sit back and enjoy them 
And until we talk again, this is Penny with Let's Talk Events.